The world government wants to implant chips in your brain. Netanyahu and King Abdullah meet in Jordan. Did they sign a secret peace treaty? Are the U.S. and Israel preparing to bomb Iran? All of this and more today on End Time. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines today. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Doug, we've got a clip that we want to get to right out of the gate. Klaus Schwab telling us that uh, brain implants are coming. Let's check this out. Can you imagine that in 10 years when we are sitting here, we have an implant in our uh, brains and... Um, I can immediately feel, because you all will have implants, I can, and we measure your, your brain waves, and I can immediately tell you how the people react, or I can feel uh, how the people react um, to your answers. Uh, is it imaginable? <laughs> Man. Well, are, are the you more signed I see up? him, the more he reminds me of a Bond villain, for real. But he, are, yeah. are you signed up to be on the list to get... Your brain implant? I am not, but apparently everyone that was at the World Economic Forum last week, in 10 years, they will have one. Absolutely. I, I hope he was just talking to that select few because I'm not planning on getting one. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about this uh, today and kind of dive into that and tell you how it relates to Bible prophecy. So be sure to share this video, hit the heart icon, comment, tell us uh, what you think about Klaus Schwab and this idea that um, everyone's going to have brain implants in 10 years. Doug, why is this relevant to Bible prophecy? Well, I mean, for one thing, Vince, we, we talk about this a lot. We talk about the World Economic Forum. We talk about some of the crazy things that they talk about. But we're beginning to see more and more talk about this particular uh, connection. Remember, we, we've seen the Internet of Things, and then they introduced the Internet of Peoples, and mm -hmm. that is where they're planning to go with this, to be able to hook everyone up to the internet, I mean, to actually hook you up. And, and, you know, Elon Musk has even talked about how he has an implant as well that uh, would just be like a port, that like a data port, like your phone, and you just stick in there and you're connected to the internet of peoples. And so it, it's, uh, it's, it's frightening to think it about. It sounds like you're talking in sci-fi terms. Right. It's like being part of a collective is what it reminds me of. You know, it's conform or, or you will be killed, you know, kind of thing. So it is strange. It, it's really, we don't see it in Bible prophecy, but what we do see in Bible prophecy is we see uh, a future where there will be a mark that is in the forehead or the right hand. Could this have something to do with this data chip? Maybe that is part of what the plan is. We don't know that. Uh, it's the only thing, that's the closest thing, I guess, in Bible prophecy that we could talk about when they talk about these implants. Because if you had something like that, and that's how you were able to hook up and, and buy, sell, and trade is only if you had an implant like that, then that could feed into that as far as Bible prophecy is concerned. But there's so many different things that they do at the WEF, and they have this, uh, this godlike mentality there uh, that they, unelected officials, meet there and they plan on our future and what is best for us. And so it's a, it's a very interesting thing. And, of course, the WEF plays right into that world government. They are an extension of that, uh, of the UN. 
and you know the WHO and all the other uh, three-letter abbreviations for worldly things. So, so, so I don't remember ever hearing Jesus like reading from the Bible and reading that Jesus said anything about the Internet of Things or the Internet of People or right. brain implants. Yeah, uh, John didn't write about it. Daniel didn't write about it. So, how are we? connecting this to Bible prophecy. Yeah, well, you know, because of Revelation 13, we know that the beast, uh, the future one world government, will have a government set up with all these different countries from around the world, just like they meet in Davos. And these people will decide your future and they will control you. And those that they cannot control, the Bible says they will make war against the saints. So uh, everyone whose name is not found written in the Lamb's Book of Life will participate in this world government and the mark of the beast and mm. the world religion. So it all ties together that way, Vince. Well, give us a call. Share your thoughts on what's up with this brain implant stuff and how maybe you might be connected to it even unknowingly. 877 N times the number to call 877-363-8463. Doug, is it going to come uh, is it going to come about and we're going to be part of it by surprise or will we be able to avoid it? Because I know there's some people, you know, there, there's people who say, oh, your social security number is the mark of the beast. And then right. there's people who say, oh, you've got the real ID and your license, so that's the mark of the beast. Or some people say your phone is. And uh, I guess the most recent thing is probably the, the, the clot shot, yeah. uh, the COVID vaccine. That is the mark of the beast is what some people are saying. So, right. um, you know, of course, um, there were many mandatory situations with the COVID vaccine, you know, even with our military, you weren't required to get it, but right. you could choose to be dishonorably discharged yeah. and not get it. So people think that might be the mark of the beast. So right. how about brain implants? Is that going to be a thing where it sneaks up on us or I, will I, we be able to choose? Scripture tells us, Vince, that uh, those who refuse the mark of the beast, that, that they're killed by the sword. and, and Everyone? Well, it, it gives us the understanding that you can resist this and there's going to be, you know, a result of you doing that. Like it says that people lose their head because they won't take the mark of the beast. But the Bible also says that those who are killed by the sword will be killed by the sword. Those who go into captivity shall go into captivity. But you will have an opportunity to resist it. And it says that the people that will do this are the people whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. The book of Daniel, chapter 12, tells us that people won't understand the words of the book of Daniel, but that the wise will understand and that those wise are the ones who will instruct many. And so oh, well, how do we instruct many if we've been beheaded or we're put in jail? Well, or... we're going to have time right now is the time. So that's what we're, we're telling folks. Uh, but but we, you're saying that everyone is going to be killed if you're no, not in alignment. I'm not saying that. Because scripture says that some people will be killed by the sword. Okay. Some people will go into captivity. Uh, and there may be some people who resist it altogether. America, uh, from what we see in scripture, are one of those countries that will probably resist this. Because if we don't resist the mark of the beast, then we won't be able to help Israel during the time of the Great Tribulation. And we see the wings of the eagle protecting Israel. So we have always felt like we will be pulled out of this world government in order to be able to help Israel and not have those sanctions put on us. It's kind of where the, the hope thing comes in. Absolutely. Is, you know, there, there is hope for Americans, but not just Americans. There's hope around the world. Yeah. Uh, you know, there will be people forced into this. Yeah. Or, or rather, they'll choose 
And if they don't choose the way that the powers that be want them to be, there will be consequences. Right. But um, And there's always been resistance throughout history. Yeah. There's always been people who have risen up and tried to conquer the world, and there's always been resistance. There will be people that resist, but there will be complications for that resistance. But the good news is, is we'll be on Jesus' side. Absolutely. He, the, the, the prophecies talks about, come out of her, my people. There's going to be a group of people who mm -hmm. don't align with this end time world government, world religion system. Right. And so we're going to be part of that for sure. And we know that you're going to be aiming as well. And so we're talking all about that specifically today and how it's going to impact you and your children and how you live your everyday life. We'll be right back after this break. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com future or call 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to End Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. According to Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, brain implants will be a very normal thing in just 10 years, perhaps even less. And so we're talking about what that could mean uh, for you and I and uh, how we live our everyday lives and, and what the Bible has to say about that. So uh, stick around. We've got a lot of important information that will impact you know, how your kids go to school and how you go to work. And I mean, we're all very familiar with the restrictions that occurred through uh, the last several years and how things were kind of forced upon us. And so uh, will that be a similar look with these brain implants? Uh, that's yet to be seen, but we'll talk more about it. We've got some clips to show you. Before we get into that, I want to remind you that Dave and Janet Robbins will be in Fort Worth, Texas tomorrow night. Yes, a Thursday evening, 7 p.m., uh, Dave will be teaching on understanding the end time. He's doing an overview of our brand new series that comes out 
um, in a few months. So if you're in the Fort Worth area, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, make plans to come out and uh, meet Dave and Jana and hear an incredible brand new lesson that is, has only been out uh, for just over a week. Um, so go to endtime.com events and get more information about the venue and the time for that specific conference. It's tomorrow at 7 p.m. Also, uh, as you know, we take tours to Israel every year. We have uh, just at 40 spots um, for our upcoming trip that are available. And so if you are interested in touring Israel, it's an incredible experience. I recommend it for everybody at least once in your lifetime, but everything's changing so quickly over there that if it's been a while, it would be a good time to go again. So go to endtime.com tour. Uh, again, we have about 40 spots left on this current trip, and so there's room for you and your family. Uh, check it out at endtime.com tour or call us at 800-END-TIME and ask for Jana or Brittany. They'll be happy to help you out with tour information so you can uh, make plans to join us here in a few months over in Israel. And Doug, you're going. I am, yeah. So that'll be exciting. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. Can't wait. I'm excited. You haven't been, <coughs> excuse me, you haven't been in a while. <coughs> 2017 was the last time I got to go, so yeah, it's going to be a nice trip. I'm excited about it, um, and I, I hope a lot of people get to go with us. It's always great to be able to be on the bus with people that watch the show and follow in time, and uh, and we have an opportunity to talk to you one-on-one and uh, to be able to see you every day and pray with you and talk to you and have you know Bible studies at night about where we've been that day is amazing, so you'll love it. Hope you get to go with us. All right, Doug, we showed this clip of Klaus Schwab talking about the brain implants on the, uh, before the break. You now, know what? Before we move on, okay. let me just say this. Today is Vince and his lovely wife Kate's ninth wedding ninth anniversary. Wedding, yeah. Ninth wedding anniversary. So happy anniversary to you guys. They're, Thank you. They're both awesome people, and we love them very much. So, uh, you know, wish Vince a happy anniversary today. Appreciate it very much. Yeah, absolutely. Number nine, we got three. We're averaging one kid every three years. So, um, <laughs> yeah. And and um, I'm told it looks like I have lipstick on. My wife texts me and said it looks like I have lip injections. There you go. The fact of the matter is, is he's been kissing her a lot because today is their anniversary. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> the no, the weather here is so weird, and yeah. my my lip is chapped. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't have lipstick on. <laughs> uh, this is not a... Are you uh, denying that you've been kissing your wife? I would never deny such a thing. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Let's move on before we get in trouble. No injections. This is all me. <laughs> this is all natural. Yeah. Um, and we're not into the... Uh, we haven't converted to no. some of the more uh, modern ways of doing life no, here in 2023. we have not. Thank you very much. <laughs> but this clip about brain implants from... The World Economic Forum. We watched that before the break, and now there's one from John Kerry. Can you kind of set this one up? Or I, I just show you this because they look at themselves as saviors of the world. We're about to move into something that we can really wrap our head around because some of these things we really can't. And one of the things that John Kerry says here is, is ridiculous. But anyway, uh, let's just share this. This is from a clip from the World Economic Forum, and then we'll move on to things we can really kind of wrap our minds around. And when you stop and think about it, it's pretty extraordinary that we select group of human beings because of whatever touched us at some point in our lives are able to sit in a room and come together and um, actually talk about saving the planet. I mean, it's so almost extraterrestrial. Hmm. So it's almost 
extraterrestrial about how they're going to save the world. These are, I mean, Vince, this is just weird stuff coming from a bunch of people who are supposed to be highly educated. They're politicians, they're business leaders, uh, they're money makers. I mean, these guys control the world and they meet at Davos and this is the kind of stuff they talk about and they have a God complex that we're going to save the world. Uh, and the things that they want to implement on us guys are things like eating insects, uh, not eating consumption of, of red meat anymore, uh, not having cattle because uh, cattle are polluting the air when they pass gas, and uh, all, the, all the many crazy things that they've come up with. And the whole bug thing is one of the things that drives me insane, but uh, I can't even think about doing that. And I'm going to eat as much red meat as I can because I like red meat. And they just want to give you all these rules and regulations. But the reason why I wanted to show those videos is to show you that this is the kind of mindset that these folks have and what they're wanting to do. They're making plans for us uh, 10 years down the road, but they like it to happen a lot quicker. But what we can wrap our mind around, and this is where I wanted us to land today talking about this, because it's something that we're just now beginning to hear, Vince, and it's this ESG. And they met and they talked about this a lot at the World Economic Forum in Davos last week. So ESG stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance. So just think about that for a second. They want to have control over all of those things. We're already seeing this happen around the world. We're watching places where farmers are being shut down, where they're told that they can't produce milk, they can't produce eggs, they can't have chickens, they can't no chickens. have crops. Yeah, this is happening all around the world. And look at the price of eggs. Because of that, that's what's causing problems. I know you don't have a problem because you have chickens. I've got the prices. I wouldn't tell the world right now that you have chickens and eggs. You may have people lining up down the street as expensive well, as eggs. They're available for a certain price. Well, there you go. But social governance, think about that. They want to control all the aspects. These are already happening. We've watched people be shut down. We're, we're censored. That's why we're not on YouTube right now. And people are reaching out to us and saying, why are you guys not on YouTube anymore? And so... Uh, we, we also probably need to add too, Doug, this is not about what you're talking about. However, we're not streaming on InTime Plus today uh, due to some technical issues. So if you're trying to watch us or listen to us on InTime Plus, End of the Age Plus, um, it's because of technical difficulties. The show will be uploaded afterwards. But yeah. uh, the YouTube thing is censorship. InTime Plus is not censorship. It's just an error. Right. So... And, and y'all, please have patience with us as we navigate through all the things that are happening here at the studio. And we're going to get it all squared away, and it's going to be awesome. When we'll we forget do. about so, all this one day. Yeah, absolutely. But so, so this concept is used by investors in capital markets to measure the sustainability. Okay, and this is straight from the ESG website. An ethical impact of an investment in a company. These three central factors are used to. Uh, evaluate corporations and determine the future financial performance of these companies and they cover a wide range of issues that are traditionally not included in financial analysis but may yet have financial relevance. In other words, the ESG is a set of criteria you should keep in mind if you want to be socially conscious with your money as they will help you identify companies to invest in and the ones to avoid. So they're telling you if they're not part of the ESG standards, avoid these companies. So if they don't 
abide by the edicts of well, the tr- world government if, and the WEF. If we don't do that, we'll go to jail for not paying our taxes. <laughs> yeah. Because our government doesn't align with these uh, <laughs> these requirements yeah. as they fly their planes all over the place. Right. And they eat their uh, imported almonds and avocados and all that stuff. So Yeah, if you've seen any of the footage of that, it's ridiculous. At the amount of airplanes that were in Davos and the line of traffic of limos driving them to the event. Plus, you know, they get to go skiing and do all kinds of great things. But the really cool thing about it, Vince, is that we have people in our government right now that are fighting against this world agenda. And so that's what I, I was hoping that we could let everybody know there are people fighting for us. And this is where some of that hope comes from. We've got good representatives in this, the Senate that are trying to fight against this. So this is important because, as many people should know, the World Economic Forum just met last week. Right. And they, there's always like years worth of content that we could get out of there because all <laughs> yeah. the speeches, I mean, people are proclaiming the Antichrist is there. And, yeah. and there's stuff that looks like the Antichrist could be there. And so um, there's tons of that happening. And then we see it creep in to the U.S. government, Doug. And so Mm -hmm. people are wanting to know, like, are we part of the World Economic Forum? Are we aligned with the world government that the Bible talks about specifically? Yeah, well, at this point, we have an administration. It's not just the president. It's the whole administration, really, that is, uh, they're one-worlders. And they're pushing this global uh, agenda and that's what they want. They want a global government. They want to give up our sovereignty. They want to allow the world uh, government to have control over the citizens of the United States. And so we see people being set up, being set in place in some strategic places that are very important positions. And we're watching our president, Joe Biden, make uh, nominees of these people who line up with these agendas of the world government. So. Uh, we also have, like I said, we have senators that are standing against it. And that's the great thing. We now have people that will push back against this. Absolutely. And, and Biden is pushing it. But uh, this ESG agenda that he has, um, not only him, but he's nominated the Assistant Secretary for Energy. Mm-hmm. Again, Doug, ESG is Environmental, Social, and Governance. Right. And so they've got this agenda connected to that. And... Senator Katie Britt from Alabama, a Republican from Alabama, she voted no in her first vote as a senator on Monday night. Was this two nights ago, that Monday? Yes. And so she opposes the, the um, uh, nomination, Brendan Owens is his name, to serve as the Assistant Secretary for Energy um, because he supports this, what she would say, radical what we would say, radical environmental, social, and governance policy movement. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of his previous work experiences involve being focused on the places where systems in the built environment intersect and interact and delivering equity, health, and decarbonization. She said this nominee would simply be the tip of the spear mm-hmm. in continuing President Biden's radical Green New Deal priorities at the Department of Defense. The Defense Department should be focused on ensuring our incredible men and women in uniform are the best equipped, resourced, and trained in the world. So why are they focused on this, Doug? Right. And so, Vince, this goes back. You think about a few months ago we had King uh, 
What's his name? I can't even think of King his Charles? Name. Thank you. Thank you. King Charles. Is Remember, he the Antichrist? You know, he, we have to watch him. <laughs> we got to watch him. But here's the deal. He made a speech at a World Economic Forum gathering, and he said that this environmental plan that they have to push through re needs a military-type force to enforce the rules and the regulations. And remember, he said, with trillions at his disposal, and everybody kind of went crazy because they said, wait, who's the he he's talking about? Does he know who the Antichrist is? We don't know what he's talking about there, but this is what we're talking about. He said that we needed to have this kind of Green New Deal set up with a military uh, defense behind it, where the military could actually be the ones that enforce it. And here's Joe Biden in our country trying to do that through the back door, basically. He's trying to uh, nominate this gentleman to be uh, this Green New Deal guy that's going to push this agenda. And we've got senators that know enough about what's going on that they're standing up and going, no, I'm not voting for this guy. Well, when I think about like the Department of Defense, mm -hmm. I'm thinking tanks and right. bombs and Absolutely. guns and ammo and things like that. Yeah. Not, please defend us from the evil carbonization that's happening. <laughs> right. Like, I'm yeah. thinking Russia and China with a sneak attack, like right. not how your diesel is, is performing. Yeah, so, I mean, think about that. I mean, it, it sounds ridiculous, but that's exactly what's going on here, Vince. I mean, yeah. they're talking about putting teeth behind what they're trying to enforce with this Green New Deal, and that's how important it is to them. I saw a video the other day. It was interesting. There was a woman holding an eagle that had flown under one of those wind turbines, the giant wind turbines they've got now to create this green energy. And it had taken this eagle's wing off. So this eagle's not gonna make it. His wing's been chopped off by this giant propeller. And the caption underneath it was, if this had happened at a coal factory and they had killed an eagle, everybody would be freaking out over it. But here it is, it's one of their Green New Deal windmills and nobody says a word. Well, and this is substantial, Doug, because it's the world government agenda. Yeah. And it's sneaking its way not only into our government, but I mean, more importantly from my perspective, is in the minds of these people and it's becoming how they believe things should function and they're teaching others this. Yeah. And it's gonna be a generational thing that if, mm -hmm. if it's not stopped, uh, I there there should be concerns about what the next generation is gonna believe yeah. and act upon. And Absolutely. Um, it's interesting because this, this nominee um, on his about page, he says he's passionate about green buildings not green tanks, green right. buildings, market transformation and programs that enable people and companies to decarbonize and create an equitable and healthy world. We achieve peace through strength, not wokeness. The last thing we need is a DOD appointee from the ESG movement is what uh, Senator Britt added to it. I kind of like how she phrased that. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to get into that and another clip that you need to see from the Epoch Times. Uh, don't go anywhere. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back after this break. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ part two, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME 
or go to endtime.com. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End Time. Vince Teagall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Are you going to get the brain implants that the WEF and Klaus Schwab think you should have and that are coming within the next 10 years, according to them? That's what we're talking about today. But also, Doug, interestingly enough, Netanyahu and King Abdullah, they met in Jordan recently. I'm wondering if maybe there wasn't a secret peace deal that was signed, but we'll get to that here in a little bit. Yeah. And then um, there's another story out that's quite interesting is that the U.S. and Israel might be preparing to bomb Iran. So hopefully we can talk about that a little later as well so people yeah. can know what's going on with that. But we left off with this ESG movement that's being intertwined in the U.S. government and in the minds of of our representatives and nominees that will will be in the administration and so uh, that's a world government agenda item mm -hmm. that's sneaking its way into the US which seems like a perfect thing for the Department of Defense to block right but uh, of course some people have different opinions and, yeah. and we're speaking strictly through a biblical lens on why that's a bad thing right um, and so we've got this this video from the Epoch Times do you want to go straight into that now, or would you like to talk about something else before we get there? Now, let's go into this video because it helps everybody understand what we were talking about just before the break. He, he will kind of show you how they're already maneuvering their way into this. So one of the hallmarks of the ESG movement is the ability to use corporations to do what the government cannot legally do. So um, I can give you some examples of this. Um, it is illegal, for example, for the U.S. government to um, create a database of firearms owners in the United States. Well, they've been able to get MasterCard and Visa and American Express to uh, set up merchant category go codes to track purchases. So in this way, they're able to follow any purchases that Americans might make in a gun shop or a sporting goods store that, that sells guns. Um, you are not allowed to censor speech. Um, that's something the federal government can't do, but they're able to get Twitter to do it. And all of that scandal is now coming out to light, how the FBI may well have colluded with Twitter to censor political speech leading up to the 2020 election campaign. 
Um, so there are a number of ways that they've been able to use corporations to do what the government is prohibited from doing according to our constitution. I would say that the United States and the US Constitution is by far the biggest problem for the WEF and the ESG movement. Um, it's not just that we guarantee rights uh, such as free speech and, and, um, and things like that. Um, it is also that we have laws against a lot of the things that the, that the ESG movement is trying to do. For example, we have an antitrust law that says it is, it is illegal for companies to collude against other companies or other industries. What's a better example of, of corporate collusion than getting together once a year in Davos and signing a pledge that you're going to take out the oil and gas industry? Um, we have civil rights laws that says that a lot of the components of the social justice um, part of ESG are illegal. You cannot discriminate. You cannot set quotas against people on the basis of race or gender or anything else. So these, these laws are huge problems. In addition, our whole system of federalism, which gives rights to the states and limits the power of the federal government, is an enormous problem for the WEF because they try to leverage um, national governments to force these policies on people, whether it's bans on internal combustion engines or bans on hate speech uh, and this sort of a thing. So um, right now, I think when they look uh, at their number one problem, it's the United States and our, our traditions and our, and our legal system and our constitution. Hmm. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, the that's number what, one problem. The, the number United one States. problem. So now you see why, when there's talk about our sovereignty and our freedoms, uh, why we get so much pushback about that, and why you get blocked on social media and things like that. They don't want those ideas going forth. They want you to submit. They want you to conform, and they want you to be part of their plan. And he was saying that we're already seeing our government do it. They just kind of finagle their way around to do it. The FBI goes to Twitter and says, hey, you should block this person because of the political speech they're doing here. So it takes away our free speech. We're seeing them try it in different ways here. The whole thing about um, the guns and having these credit card companies track what you're buying in guns, track what you're buying with ammunition. Some people, Vince, have even had their sale be canceled uh, because their credit card company came back and said, we don't approve the sale of firearms or whatever. So they're taking away your freedom to use your credit that you have with this company in order to buy a weapon or to buy ammo. And they're, they're kind of enforcing things that the government wants to, to enforce. And that's why the ESG movement is so dangerous. And that's why we're starting to see it. And just like I said. It's like a social credit score is what it ends up being. Yeah, exactly. Like and, what and China's doing. It's a way to control mm -hmm. everybody. And so they're already implementing it. And Biden is trying to put people in place in our defense department who would have some backbone behind what they're saying because they're in the defense department. So it's very dangerous and it's something we need to keep an eye on. And we need to vote for people that will stand up against this in the, the Senate and keep people from being elected to these positions. So just another way to inform us and help us understand that even though they talk about crazy things like transhumanism and brain implants, which may not be so crazy, but I'm just saying it's far-fetched <laughs> for us to think about. But it's crazy. this kind of stuff is what they're doing. It's like a, a magician and, and a sleight of hand movement. You know, They're trying to get your mind on things over here, talk about these crazy things, but under the table we're slipping in this ESG movement. You know, So it's like... We, we got to watch out for this stuff, folks. And so that's what we're trying to help you understand today. Now, what I particularly like about that clip that we just showed is, 
you know, this is not a prophecy teacher. Mm -hmm. I mean, as far as we know, he's not even a minister. Right. Um, and he's talking about something that, uh, as far as I'm aware, maybe I believe this is accurate. We talked about that in our first book, that the first resource End Time ever offered, we're talking about how the United States is not going to be part of this one world government. And he says the United States is the only thing standing in the way Absolutely. of the World Economic Forum. And so we've been saying that, whether it's the World Economic Forum or the United Nations or whatever whatever the term is this right. decade for the, the world government powers. Right. But it's not like, you know, we're anything like, we're, it's not some special thing that we have. Right. We're reading the scriptures and saying it really looks like that's what the scriptures are saying. Yeah. And so we're committed to teaching that. Mm -hmm. We don't claim to be 100% accurate on entirely everything right. because obviously there's things that are going to develop and become clearer as we get there. But this seems to be something that, that is pretty clear to us. Mm -hmm. And therefore, when people say stuff like that, it's 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 really awesome, actually. Right, because we, we see how we've been saying that we see in prophecy that America is not going to be part of that system. Yeah. And this guy who knows nothing about that prophecy or anything to do with end time is saying the same thing we've been saying. America is what is standing in the way of world government. Which seems crazy, too, because of how woke America has gotten right. and how on board many are with this world agenda. Mm -hmm. But even still... America standing in the way, right? And as we have seen, you know, when power shifts, as far as our uh, elected leaders go, right. it can get it can shift really far yeah. in the other direction. Yeah. So that's really, really awesome and and hopeful. It brings hope, very much and peace. So. That yeah, man, this this really looks like the Bible's going to be right again. Yeah. Can you believe? Imagine it? that. Can you believe it? <laughs> right? Now the other thing that the Bible talks about is this peace treaty that's coming, Doug. Yeah. Netanyahu and King Abdullah have this meeting. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of, I mean, we've been talking about a peace treaty that's coming. Right. Is it possible, because we know how these things get, is it possible that they secretly signed a peace deal that started the final seven years? Okay. No, I don't think that it is. I don't I, think it's I, possible. I, I don't think it's possible, but I do think that they have began to to talk about the things to move the Palestinians back toward the table. And so I think that this meeting that they had, and the reason why they had this meeting, Vince, is because we reported on this a couple of weeks ago, that one of the members of uh, the government there with Netanyahu, Ben uh, Veer, he went up there on the Temple Mount and they took it as uh, he was... Uh, going against the status quo, which is no one can pray on the Temple Mount except for Muslims. And so this happened a few weeks ago. We did a, a program on it and we talked about it. That's one of the things that they met about because uh, King Abdullah is trying to get to a point where we can have a Palestinian state there in Israel. That's what he's wanting. And that's what Bible prophecy tells us is going to happen, that they're going to have a two-state solution, that the Palestinians are going to get the West Bank, which is known as Judea, and that they're going to want half of Jerusalem. But we know that's not going to happen until the Battle of Armageddon because of Scripture. And so it's very. this is a very important step toward that, I believe. Well, and, here's a cool sidebar, Doug. Yeah. We talk about some other nations that won't be part of that world government. Mm -hmm. what, what are the other ones? It, that would be Jordan. And Daniel, your Jordan is? Daniel 11.41 tells us Ammon and uh, 
who, who all is it? I can't even think right now. My mind goes blank when you ask me those questions on the cuff like that. I didn't ask. You uh, brought that up. I didn't ask I, you that question. Right. But I would Jordan, never throw yeah, you under the bus, Doug. No, never. Uh, but anyway, yes, Daniel uh, 40, uh, 1141 tells us that Jordan won't be part of the Antichrist government. Now, Doug, uh, Kim is watching us on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And as we're talking about this, she comments and she says, we will be raptured before that. Kim, we appreciate your comment. Doug, is that accurate? According to scriptures, that's not accurate. I mean, the commentaries is what we really want to know about. <laughs> so, the, don't be so silly with scriptures. Yeah, right. So, um, you know, Matthew 24 tells us that the abomination of desolation is what causes the great tribulation. And then in Matthew 24, 29 through 31, it tells us that immediately after the tribulation of those days, uh, that's when we'll see the Lord return with his angels and that he'll sound the trumpet and they will gather his elect. So uh, that's, that's a huge one. There's many, many more. I think we have like, I think we're up to like 20, 20 something now different scriptures that we found that prove a post-tribulation rapture. I know a pre-trib is what everybody wants and what everybody's been taught because there's so many people that want to believe that way. But scripture is what we have to go by at the end of the day. And we have many scriptures. If you're interested in those scriptures, send us an email. We'll, and, we'll send you. And this scriptures. isn't one of those things where we say, we believe it's what scripture's saying. Right. We think that this what it could be what it means. This is something that we are convinced of because, yeah. you know, before End Time was created, our founder, Irvin Baxter, he was pre-trib. Right. He was raised pre-trib. Mm -hmm. And he hears somebody preach about uh, the, the four horsemen of the apocalypse being Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And he says, well, that, there's no way that's right. And he goes and reads Revelation through 19 times in a month <laughs> right. and becomes consumed with this information. Yeah. Um, and then through that study and prayer and, you know, communicating with other people, his his view shifts and becomes immediately after the tribulation. And right. Doug said you could email us if you have questions about that. The way to do that is to go to endtime.com slash contact. Um, you can go there and complete the form and select minister uh, as you're completing the form. And that will go straight to Doug and he'll be able to help you out with that um, rapture information. Of course, there is thousands of hours of content on endtime.com if you simply search the word rapture in our search bar or you can go to watch.endtime.com and on Endtime Plus uh, we have a number of videos. Some of them are behind the paywall. Many of them are available for totally free. You do not have to be a subscriber for a number of those. Just search rapture or second coming or any of those type of keywords and uh, you'll be able to find a lot of information about where we stand on the rapture. So will we be raptured before this peace treaty is signed, before the Antichrist is revealed, before these brain implants come and the mark of the beast is established? Well, our answer is no, and we believe we can prove that conclusively according to the Bible. And so give us a call, give us an email about that, and we'll be happy to share more information. We'll be right back. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We do have open lines right now. If you'd like to join us on the show, what do you think about these brain implants? What do you think about the peace treaty coming? And uh, whatever else you'd want to talk about and potential of the U U.S. and Israel bombing Iran, give us a call, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Also, we're talking about this peace treaty being signed and how Jews are not permitted to be on the Temple Mount and pray and um, uh, the Mount of Olives and all these different things, you can actually go and see those things. You can walk um, the sidewalks where Jesus walked. There's literally uh, roads and sidewalks that date back to Jesus' time that are there in Israel right now that they have dug up over the years. It's quite an incredible sight and experience. We take a tour over there twice a year and we have one that's coming up. It's an experience of a lifetime. It's a trip that everyone should take. Um, it's really, really incredible to stand on the Mount of Olives. You're looking over a valley where, where we talk about how the Battle of Armageddon is going to culminate in this valley, and you're standing on the Mount of Olives where Jesus is going to come back, and you're looking over at the Temple Mount at the same time. Uh, it is not like anything you've ever experienced. And so uh, join us on our trip. We'd love to have you. Dave and Jana Robbins are going on this trip, as well as Doug and Tina Norvell. And these aren't, uh, these aren't, uh, the way we do this trip is, you know, Dave and Doug aren't going to be in some limo or in some private helicopter or anything like that. I don't know how the other tours go, but I've heard that you don't always get to be with the host. Well, Dave and Doug are going to be on the bus with you at every single stop. They're going to get out of the same door that you get out of. They don't get VIP treatment, believe it or not. What's up with that, Doug? I, I don't know about that. You, 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 get, you get taken care of for sure. You know, the people, yeah. uh, tourism is the number one uh, form of income in yes, Israel for everyone that lives there. And so they do treat, you know, people there. They're very nice to the tour guides. So you, yeah. people are extra nice to you. Right. But you're sitting on a, a I'm big on a bus right bus. by them. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the really cool thing too, Vince, this year, I think, uh, I read the other day that the Pool of Shalom, they've opened that up and it's, it's bigger yeah, now. I saw that. And they're going to allow people to go on the Pilgrim's Road, which was actually found just a few years ago because of a water leak. And they actually found the Pilgrim's Road that people would come and wash in the Pool of Shalom. And then they would take the Pilgrim's Road up to the Temple Mount to worship because they would cleanse their bodies there and then go up and purify themselves. Very cool because last time we were there, there was just a trickle of water there and there was a cat down in there. And I'm like, what? This is the pool? So anyway, <laughs> it's supposed to be really awesome this year because they're opening that up. So and I'm, I take cool. it we're going. And we'll probably I, walk we, that pilgrim road. We normally do. When we yeah. go and see the Temple Mount, we walk down the street and come right there and then we'll see that pilgrim's road. So uh, it should be really cool. Well, 
like I said, you and your wife are going, Dave and his wife are going. Mm. Um, there's only 40 spots, maybe 41 spots left available. So go to endtime.com slash tour or give us a call at 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. Ask for Brittany or Jana. They'll give you all the information you need about joining us in Israel here in just a few months. So we're really excited about that. All right, Doug, this peace treaty, uh, technically it's possible that they signed the peace treaty but you don't believe it's act that that would have been the case. Yeah, I don't. I don't think uh, that they secretly did anything. The reason why, it, I mean, they. It doesn't seem like this is going to be a secret thing. Well, the thing is, the scriptures I'm tell sure, us yeah. that that it's going to be a confirmation of the covenant, and it's going to be done with many people. Uh, so it's going to be he confirms a covenant with many, and the he there being the antichrist. Now, like I said, pieces of this might have been set up, Vince. Uh, it sounds like that's probably possible. But one of the things that I already see a problem with is in the article, it talks about the two-state solution to resolve the conflict between Israel and Palestine, which is how we know it's those two uh, peoples that signed this contract. They wanted to go back to pre-1967 borders with East Jerusalem as the capital of Palestine. And that's not going to happen uh, for one thing, uh, 1967 borders, uh, you've probably heard Dave and even Pastor Baxter talk about it would make Israel so tiny at the waist that they wouldn't be able to defend themselves. Mm -hmm. And so that's not going to happen and neither is giving half of the capital up because we know from Zechariah uh, chapter 14 verse 1 and 2 that Israel controls that temple or Jerusalem all the way up into uh, the Battle of Armageddon when all the forces of the one world government come against Israel and then they lose half of their capital. So the battle will be over this and that may be something they're talking about for a future like seven years down the road, but it's not something that's going to happen right now. Okay. So that's why that's kind of a, an important deal. I don't think that's been done yet, but we'll see what happens. We're keeping our eye on that and we're keeping our eye on uh, Netanyahu and Saudi Arabia's meetings that they'll be having this year too. So they're doing a lot of work for peace there. Absolutely. So it's going to make a lot of sense once this happens. Yeah. And we'll be watching it like a hawk and talking about it very clearly once the time comes. Now there's some indicators. Do you remember the five right off the top of your head? There's going to be an international peacekeeping force that no. controls that Temple Mount. This is biblically speaking. This is what the Bible tells us to look for in this peace treaty that. That right. will come soon. Yeah, and there will be a sharing of the Temple Mount. Revelation 11, 1 and 2 tells us that. The, uh, Israel will be able to have her temple there. Animal sacrifices will be started. Uh, that's all throughout the scriptures. Uh, there will be a uh, Palestinian state in Judea, and they'll be able to allow the uh, Israelis that are living in the settlements to remain there. And those are the ones that the Lord says, let them flee into the mountains when they see the abomination of desolation. So those are the, the key elements uh, that we're looking for in this. And we know it's got to be between the Palestinians and the Israelis. Those are the two peoples that have fought over this territory for a very, very long time, Vince. Well, we'll be looking for that peace tree. That is not what Netanyahu and King Abdullah did this time, but they are talking about it and, and warming things up in that regard. Mm -hmm. Now, we also talk about a war that's coming. The Sixth Trumpet talks about a third of mankind that will die, and as best as we can tell, it looks like it's going to be a nuclear war that involves multiple countries. The interesting part is it talks about these spirits being released 
from the river Euphrates. Now, Doug, the river Euphrates, one of the countries um, uh, that the U river Euphrates goes through is Iran. Mm -hmm. And just how happens in the news, again, <laughs> it just so happens that what the Bible mentions is showing up in the headlines. Yeah. Um, the, the, there's a report that claims that joint U.S. and Israel air drill to bomb Iran nuke sites. Yeah. So that that is just a report right now. Nothing has been confirmed. Right. But Iran is boasting these nuke sites, and uh, of course, U.S. and Israel are not going to have anything to do with that. They're going to put right. a stop to it. Yeah. If that were to occur. Yeah, and, and so this article is very interesting because what they're doing, Vince, is they're actually doing drills, and they're doing it in Negev, which is uh, south of Israel. It's in a desert area. There are not, I repeat, there are not Iran, Iranian, Iranian, sorry, uh, nuclear. Uh, Judy will get you for that. I know it. Nuclear she, facilities we, there. We, we were uh, saying, to tell everybody, to keep, bring everyone up to speed, we were saying... Uh, Iran, Iran instead of Iran. Because we're kind of hillbillies, to be honest with you. Yeah. And uh, she let us know that it's Iran and yeah. that we should change that. So we've yeah. changed it. That's Sister Baxter. Judy let Baxter us let us know that our pronunciation yeah. needs to be improved. Yeah. So and we, next it'll be Davos instead of Davos. Right. And we're trying to keep that stuff straight. But like you said, we are kind of rednecks. We are. But so the, the interesting thing here is even though the headline says what it says, the reason why it says that is because they are hitting these targets that simulate Iranian nuclear uh, facilities. Well, in the U.S., they, according to this, they, they dropped live ammunition in southern Israel today. Yeah, that's what they're doing. That's what this is. So what, what this is, and they can deny it all they want. The U.S. government, the Israeli government can deny it all they want. They said that this has, this is nothing to, to think about. This is, has no implication on anything. It's just basically a strategic exercise that they're practicing. But they drop live ammo. So that tells you that because, listen, Israel doesn't... On the sites that simulate the right. Iran, Iranian nuclear sites. And Israel doesn't do anything small. I mean, if they've got a site there, it's buried under the ground, and they're seeing if these bombs will destroy this facility. Yeah. So this is a run-through, folks. No matter what this article says, it's a run-through. Iran has been threatening to nuke Israel as soon as they get a nuclear warhead. Netanyahu comes into office. He's kind of a take-the-bull-by-the-horns type of guy. And he uh, is not going to allow them to be able to have a nuclear facility. And so that's why they're doing this. This is a, it's kind of a, a prophecy that could happen we could see the Six Trumpet War come out of this, Vince. If they bomb Iran, Iran's biggest allies are China and Russia. Well, and interestingly enough, the, the U.S., that we're saying that, that this is not uh, about Iranian targets, but it's just an exercise to send a message to Iran. It's not about their targets, but we're sending a message right. to Iran yeah. and China. And China. That's one of what their the US biggest officials allies. So we believe that both of those will be involved in this third world war. We know Iran will not be destroyed because we see Persia coming with uh, Russia to the Battle of Armageddon in the Battle of Gog and Magog. But we don't see China in Bible prophecy. And so that's one of those things that's concerning. We wonder what happens to China. Uh, if something could happen. That particular scripture about the Sixth Trumpet War, Vince mentions an army of 200 million men 
China has boasted that they could field an army of 200 million men, and here we are sending a message with these mock uh, drills, but we're using live ammo, mm -hmm. so they're doing that for a reason. But this also, Vince, it also helps you to see that Revelation 12, 14 could be fulfilled here too, because who is doing this drill? The United States of America and Israel. And Revelation 12, 14 says that the woman's given the two wings of a great eagle that she might fly to her place and be nourished for time, times, and the dividing of time, the time of the great tribulation. So we're watching prophecy being fulfilled right here just with this news article and these drills that they're doing. Well, and people will say things like, well, we've been talking about this for a long time, end mm -hmm. time alone, and then many others have been talking about these things coming to pass for a long time. Right. Why in the world is this time more serious than the one from 1993? Because this time Iran actually has the capability to produce nuclear weapons. They've never been this close. But because of the nuclear deal that the Obama administration made and then the Biden administration did not try to block, they have this capability that's been going on and on. They have stopped the UN peacekeeping forces from being able to come in and tour these facilities because they began by saying that we're only doing this for energy so that we have a nuclear energy source for our country. But now they've stopped these UN peacekeepers from being able to come in and to uh, investigate these sites. So that's a number one thing. The, well, if you're doing something wrong, you're not going to let the UN peacekeeping force come in. And on top of that, we're not just looking at this story. Right. We, we started the show talking about implant chip implants in your brain yeah so we see mark of the beast stuff happening right we we then moved on to um the uh peace treaty that's being talked about and the we've talked about the red heifers that are coming so they can purify the temple mount yeah we've talked about a number of different things not only today but you know we we specifically mentioned six things on our last show of 2022 yeah these things are all developing at the same time leading to this big event that's coming in the future according to Bible prophecy, which is going to be the rapture. Of course, the Battle of Armageddon is going to be happening right around that time. Yep. And the second coming of Jesus happens where we return and defeat the armies of this world. And Jesus does this great reset. Right. Uh, encourage folks, Doug. This sounds crazy, <laughs> but it's also awesome at the same time. Yeah, so folks, I mean, basically, the, the bottom line to all this is get your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life because you do that, you're on the winning side of all this. Mm. So it, no matter where you stand on the rapture events, no matter where you stand on the opinion of when that happens, get your name in the Lamb's Book of Life and be ready now. Intime.com slash reborn. We'll see you tomorrow at 3.